570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Got to mention it. Going to do it all the time. Friday, Santa Monica, noon to three, Third Street Promenade. Huge Dodger event. We'll be there. We invite everybody. We want it to be a party. The event runs from 10 in the morning. No, 11 in the morning until 10 at night. 10 p.m. Yes. Yeah. We'll be there from noon to three. We've got uh, tickets to give away, other things to give away. Dodger Legends will be there. You'll be able to take a picture with a World Series trophy. Other and, surprises, too, Fred, as the week goes on. Oh, there are going to be? Yeah. Obviously, Kevin told you and knew not to tell me. Well, yeah. Because if he told me, what would I do? You would say it. Immediately. Yeah. That's right. Don't tell me anything. That's <laughs> that's the best way to handle things. Do not tell me what could happen because I will just say it immediately. Because I think the people have a right to know. They do. They do, but certain things need to be a surprise. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're working on that. We'll see you Friday uh, in Santa Monica, noon to three at the Third Street Promenade. Now, I don't think Vic will be there, but I know he will be with us in spirit. I know he will still do the haiku. Yes. And for that, let us bring on Vic the Brick with the daily haiku at two. And Vic, good afternoon. Oh, yeah. Good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. How's the knee? The knee? Rodney saw it. He's sitting right here. They took off the bandage today. Yes. Oh. How's it look? It looks great. It's a little swollen, but it's uh, he's got great range of motion for it being only nine days out. Actually, I had better range of motion than I had when I came out after nine days. Looks good. Wow. Now, Vic, you're 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 still not traveling, right? You can't come to the party we're going to have in Santa Monica Friday, right? Or new, or you can't. I'll be calling. I'll, I'll be calling in the high crew. Okay, all right. Want to make sure. But the party sounds fabulous. Yep. Well, you know what? You'll be there in spirit. You'll be there on the phone, and just know we want you there as soon as you can be. Santa Monica, man, doesn't get better than the People's Republic of Santa Monica. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. VTB. Pull up your pants, take off the paw, and be a man. I don't understand. Why? I don't get it. I don't don't know why. Rodney? I I don't don't know. know. He came back and still doing the same shenanigans. That was wrong. Happy happy fingers. My mistake. Yeah. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. He's relentless. He's multi-skilled. He's Kevin Figgis. Come on now. First of mm-hmm. all, I ain't no bitch. Mm-hmm. Don't Again. forget it. He ain't. <laughs> He's the master of all audio time and space. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, show the love to Ronnie Fascio. <laughs> Feeling you, Vic. 
Kevin, you, were paying attention. you gotta erase that at some point. How come you didn't put so. my dinger one on? Good, I'll replace. Yeah, you know what? I'll replace that one with the dingers. Perfect. No, you can replace nice, it with a nice transition. No, no, replace this one. I'm not a racist. I think we should leave that one on there. <laughs> you do? Okay. We'll figure out another one. This didn't remind us how far we've come. Yeah, yeah, right. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You want to go? Yeah, I think we found Wilbur the pig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's Wilbur. Does that mean you get double pay, Fred? I'll take it. Thank you. Before we get to the Dodgers tonight, Mexican Heritage Night, Viva Mexico at the stadium. Viva. Now, is it me? Is it just me? Blown away by Andre Jackson last night. Oh, yeah. Was terrific. Oh. I mean, this team, you know, they, they arrive in L.A., what, like 5 a.m. They're running on empty. The seven innings, nothing's going on offensively. They needed someone to step up. The, bull, the bullpen is exhausted. The team is totally... And here comes this guy no one's heard of. You know, with the hair and the beard and the swagger. It's Andre Jackson pitching four scoreless innings. I don't know if Dave Roberts knew who he was. I mean, he was in double A a couple weeks ago. He just, you know, he was in triple A. And suddenly he's in the majors. You know, shutting down like a, that, you know, a loosey-goosey Pirates team with nothing to lose. Andre Jackson, man. You know, yes. much love. They're riding the fumes, man. How about McKinney getting off? Yes. Yeah. And my man, Max Muncy, look at him. Oh, he's a Number 26. He is a number 26. Player. Yeah. He's one of our favorite Dodgers. How good was he at Hollywood Park in our show, Rodney? Fantastic. Yeah, he was good. Muncie, yeah. man. That's off. New Papa. New Papa Muncie. Little baby got to see him hit a home run. First Dodger game. Uh, he's got a little going on now, Max. Oh, yeah, he does. But that was a, sp a spectacular victory as far as I'm concerned. I know, you know, when the season's over, you see, you know, in the you look it up, it's a 2-1 Dodger win, but the circumstances, you know, were very oppressive for the Azul. And yet, you know, they were exhausted. And you, you got a dog up. You know who says you got a dog up? Andre Jackson. Dog up. Got a dog up, Vic. Andre dogged up, man. And what a contingent. He had like 50 family. He had to get tickets for and settle them in. I mean, he had a lot going on, Andre Jackson. Yeah. And yet, stepped up in the clutch. Very impressive. And tonight, I mean, they've won eight of nine. 
We just, you know, four Roseboro's back of the hated ones. And tonight, of course, 6 o'clock, Morocco Casino, Dodgers on deck. Timmy Cates. David Price, first pitch, little bully game. Seven-ish right here, AM 570 LA Sports. But you know, I'm excited about the race. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm, I love the way the Dodgers are playing ball. But again, do not disrespect a pirate team 30 games below 500. As I said yesterday, they're going to come in and play the Dodgers tough. We're going to have to execute, especially defensively. You know, we can't have any more, you know, egregious defensive boners. No boners, Vic. No boners. Especially egregious ones. Yeah. No. Can't have them. Those are the worst. Got to be clean. Got to play clean yeah. hardball. They get you every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like when I was in the hospital. <laughs> You're going to find out that medicine real soon, aren't you, Fred? Oh, yeah. Was It a, It might have been a cocktail mixture that got you going that way. It might have been. The mixture of meds? Yeah. Yeah. I have just read something. So disturbing. Oh, no. I, uh -huh. I have. You want to do it before the haiku or after? Uh, after the haiku, because uh, I, I don't want to throw down the you know, negative energy for it. Okay. Although we might need that energy to cleanse us after what Fred might read us. Mm. But I'm Salient you, point, Rodney. I'm with you, Vic. I don't want to... I'm in a good mood. But here's the thing. I want to stay that way the rest of the day, so maybe he needs... Sure. To, he needs... Maybe he needs to say it before, Vic, so we can cleanse it out of our minds. Okay, let's stay fluid. All right, Fred, throw it down. You want you want to do it now? Okay, because I, I have a major haiku coming up. Oh, that's what I'm talking about, Vic. We're gonna May, need I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I got I'm a just, feeling uh, we're going to need it. Looking at Freddie's face. I have really pulled. I, I have pulled out all the all the stops, as they say. All right, I, I'll just tell you now, though. Um, so you know that uh, the Trevor Bauer. Hearing is underway. We had Ted Chen on yesterday. Kevin, have you even seen yes. this yet? Yes, I was going to use it for its lit, but you can use it now. Oh, wow. Oh. oh, gilding the lily once yeah, again, yeah. Fred. Yeah. And yeah. what is he doing, Vic? What is he doing? He's gilding the lily. He's good at that. He's good at that. If, if, no, he is. You know what, Kevin? Yes. If you've got it for its lit, let Vic go. Then we'll do it. Okay. First story in its lit. Good. It's pretty gnarly. Gilding the lily. It's pretty gnarly, isn't it, Kevin? Yeah, some would say. Oh. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. Gnarly. Uh-oh. Well, Fred, I know you you were searching for the for the titans of the industry yesterday, so I said I'm going to give Fred the number one, numero uno, Ichiban haiku artist of all time in space, Basho. Oh, yes! Come on, yes! Vic. Yes! Vic. You've heard it before, but you can't hear it enough. No, can't, no. Can't hear it enough. Can't have him every day. But you got to get have it in one day. Can't have it every day. But once, once in, a in a while. Yeah, Vic. Come on. Hi, cool for you on this Tuesday, August the 17th, from Basho. You've heard it before, but you can't, you can't get enough of this funky stuff. You mean this is a repeat? Yes. You, you gotta play. Sometimes, Fred, you gotta play the hits. <laughs> I thought this was a new one from Basho. <laughs> what did you say? This Vic? is the old-time classic, Fred. That's the number one rule in radio. I heard you gotta play the hits, right? Gotta play the hits. All right. Like, like Sister Station, Kiss FM, eh? Okay. Old Pond. 
You know where I'm going. A frog jumps in. The sound of water. A plop. A plop. I'm feeling you. Yeah. show with the classic. <laughs> went back. Went back to the plot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The frog jumps in. And yeah. then what, Fred? Plop. There it is. There it was. There, yeah, there it is. is. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Okay. Whoop, there it is. Yeah. There it was, Vic. The old plopper. Well, it's good you... You know what? It's really good that you did bring back Basho because um, when we come back, it's lit. We're going to have to think back to the, the place in our mind we were after we hear what Kevin's going to tell us. Trevor Bauer's accuser becomes flustered by aggressive cross-examination. And what we've learned in cross-examination is that Trevor Bauer is not the only athlete that this woman has had relations with. Oh yeah, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. And I'll just tell you this. Yeah. It's lit. It's about to be. It's lit. Oh, it's lit. It is really lit today. No. When you hear about this, see if it changes your opinion. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Always presented by our buddy Jacob and Ronnie. Best in the business. You got a problem, he's got the answer. You call Jacob. Accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. So the accuser against Trevor Bauer was cross-examined by Trevor's lawyer, Sean Holly, earlier today. And Steve Henson and Luca Evans of the LA Times were in attendance. And so I'm going to give you their accounting of the information that was presented at this trial. This was in the LA Times. So here's what they said. So the demeanor of the woman who was accused, Trevor Bauer, of sexual assault changed noticeably under cross-examination from Bauer's attorney. Mostly poised and self-assured during her nearly six hours of direct testimony on Monday, the 27-year-old San Diego woman appeared flustered by Holly's aggressive questioning. Holly, who again is the lawyer, asked the accuser why she omitted dozens of key facts in your request for a restraining order and the woman had a lengthy pause before stammering, I don't know. The judge allowed questions about the accuser's sexual relationships with San Diego Padre players Fernando Tatis Jr. and Mike Clevenger, both players who were mentioned in text messages sent by the accuser to a cousin. The accuser said she was fired from the pod squad, which is a group of young women who participate in community events on behalf of the Padres because of those past relationships. The woman says she knew before she met Bauer of his three rules of dating. No feelings, no social media, and we can date other people. We've discussed this on our show in the past. Now, in one of her first messages to Trevor Bauer, the accuser wrote that her feelings button was switched off. She also messaged Bauer that, quote, I'll have my NDA signed and sealed. Now, Holly, the lawyer, asked her why she left those messages out of her official, her initial declaration. She said she no longer had access to those messages. And of course, Holly brought that into question before they eventually let that go. Now, she says she initially didn't plan to talk publicly about the encounter, but after looking at herself in the mirror for the first time, finding bruises in her private area, smaller marks on her buttocks and blackened gums, she drove herself to a medical center in San Diego. Uh, there was a rapid fire line of questioning from her attorney asking, did you go to the hospital to seek publicity? Were you trying to set Trevor up in any way? Were you trying to destroy his career? And she repeatedly, repeatedly replied, no, 
explaining she didn't plan on speaking to the police until a social worker told her it was hospital policy. In the meantime, she tried to de-escalate conversation with Trevor, saying she was terrified he'd find out that she talked to police. After texts from the pitcher offering to buy her groceries or desserts, she felt Bauer was saying these things to her to get her to shut up. Now, after asking why she waited to get a restraining order, uh, to which the woman essentially replied she wasn't sure if Bauer would be arrested and wanted to seek protection for herself, her lawyer asked what changed in her life. Here's what she said. I lost my job. I lost my place of residence. I had to take a leave from my other job. I still, I, it's still hard to fall asleep. I've lost over 10 pounds and just the sadness I have to live with every day and the fear I have of Trevor Bauer is brutal. I know that's a lot to unpack. Well, uh, so the, I guess the, the, what we found out today, which we didn't know the details of is that she's, she's got a history of tracking down baseball players and again i'm not you know i don't know all the facts so i'm just going, going up what, what, we, what just we just heard is that she had a relationship with fernando tatis jr and mike clevenger and mike clevenger and, and something was said about clevenger was similar to bauer or something like that in that yeah one a wackadoodle that was a wackadoodle yes yeah um and she had a job with the Padres, by job the way. With the pod squad. Yeah, that she was fired from because of those relationships. Right. Um, and which is true, she goes to the hospital, and, and it is policy that if you're, you know, anyone that's got into those conditions, the social worker will ask questions of where did you, how did you, this happen to you? And once you explain, then they, they have to call the police. It is it's standard procedure that they have to do that. So that's that that for her that she had no choice. It wasn't like she went to the police. She had that, that was hospital policy. Um, I just got a feeling that there's going to be even more than this comes out on her side that won't be pretty. Now uh, look, the images that we have in our mind already about her and the way she looked and all those things, those are never going away. Those are always going to be embedded in our mind. It's it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just a, a world that certain people live in, Fred, that just, you know, dangerous, risky, and those two are caught up in that world, among other people that we're just finding out that are caught up in that kind of world. She's 27 years old, so look at it like this. You're a parent. That's your daughter. She's 27 years old. Um, you have to believe that in some way emotionally, and aside from the fact, oh, I really like that, emotionally, you're somewhat damaged. Not that it's it could be or could not be related, but she mentioned yesterday in her testimony that she had a history, a long history of alcohol abuse right, from right. the age of 15 to 25. Okay. And she had recently gotten sober over the last couple of years. So she's somewhat emotionally damaged. Okay, you don't want that for your kid. You don't want that for anybody. But imagine if that is your daughter. Mm-hmm. So you know that there are some issues there that she needs to resolve. Because I still maintain, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I don't think anybody wants you to be choked into submission and unconsciousness and then beaten in the face, beaten on your butt and in other private parts of your body. I just, I mean. I mean, that's you though, Fred. I'm saying. That's, I'm that's saying, you that's, saying, that's, I, I don't saying think anybody, that. but you can't say I don't think anybody 
when in fact there are there are a lot of people out there that live in a crazy world that like have crazy crazy fetishes that you can't even imagine i mean we're just talking about humans we got people that you know there are people out there that don't, animals don't, and, don't. and and I and know. that that are deal with people that are not alive fred that get off on certain things so i mean to, to say this is out of the realm and i, I can't imagine that's not living where we where we are right now. All right, can we agree? People. Can we agree though that she has some emotional issues? Oh, I would agree with that. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And so the picture that is being painted now, and obviously she's testifying to it. Okay, that's kind of who she is. Does that um, remove the image of the picture you saw, knowing that both admit that's what happened? I mean, I'm looking at it like this. She's saying these things. Okay, you're getting a clearer picture of who she is. Trevor Bauer has not been arrested yet or charged with anything. We know why now. Because they're yeah. investigating all of this and they're going, well, you know, they're And this signs. is what, going into it, this is what they wanted. Right. But can you unsee those pictures, even knowing that? And do you think if you are the Dodgers, you know, in two weeks... You can send them out to the mound and start and expect that the public, the fans, will go, well, yeah, that's what she wanted. So, and we understand that now. We're going to give you a pass. Um, the answer, quick answer is no, because I think that there are certain things in life that you put in a bucket called life is too short or not worth the headache. Um, and, and we have seen that. You know, the one thing that you may have to wonder is now that the names are out there and and there might be more, meaning Tatis Jr. and Clevenger, that are those guys going to be subpoenaed or called upon to talk about their experience with her? And if Clevenger comes out and says, yeah, this is exactly what she wanted me to do, how does that bode for her? Or Tatis Jr. said she wanted to do this, she wanted me to do that, and yeah, she that's what she want. I mean, it doesn't bode well that these names and why have why didn't they come out sooner if she's gonna go down this road? You know it's all coming out. You know it's all coming out. And again, maybe she didn't she didn't have she didn't have a choice, but she's the one she filed a restraining order, which what this is all about. This right. is not the this is not a criminal investigation. No. This is about the restraining order, which right. she filed. So, you got to know that the history's coming out. What do you think, Vic? I, I don't want to summarize it because you can't. It runs so deep. But basically, to me, you know, trying to absorb, you know, the all the information and, you know, the, the visuals... It's it's kinky sex out of control, and it's it's just a, it's so hard. It's just it, it hurts me, you know, to watch this unfold, you know, f- for her and for Trevor and for everyone, you know, involved, you know, the Dodger organization to have to focus, you know, on on this, you know, horrific, uh, you know, s- sexual chain of events. 
that really no one is no one is comfortable with uh, talking about. I mean, it, the lawyers are now going in, into you know her past, and she has a checkered past. You know, they're trying to dis, you know you know discredit her. I mean, it's their job in a courtroom to try to get their client, uh, you know, off on this. Uh, that's their job. And, you know, and her lawyer will, you know, discredit Bauer. And, you know, to me, it's just a, it's such an ugly situation when, you know, we, we should be we should be talking positive baseball stuff, man. This is just to me is, is really ugly stuff. And unfortunately, we have to deal with it. But I know it's happening everywhere. I mean, look at Bob Dylan now. He's being accused of, of grooming a, a, a young girl for sex in 1965 when she was 12 years old. I mean, you know, the stuff is, you know, we're dealing with this every day in the, in the news. So it's not like it's, you know, it's unheard of. But I feel for the young people who have to, you know, witness this and hear about this. It's, it's, it's ugly and it's, it's, it's really, it's cruel. It's cruel, yeah. And it's 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 not that it's not for me, you know. It just makes me it's it's so cringeworthy, you know. It's just very cringeworthy stuff, man. Yeah, it's a it's a it, whole it's a whole underworld that sometimes you know you don't know about, don't even think about, doesn't come in front of mind. If Trevor Bauer wasn't Trevor Bauer, we wouldn't even think about it or talk about it. But the fact that he plays for our beloved Dodgers, that's you know, becomes headline news. And I'll, I'll say this as well, you know, re- regardless of this is what the intent is and we all agree to this and I signed an NDA and, but in, in any kind of moment of any situation, if one says stop, you got to stop. And I don't know if that went down. I don't know how that went down, but anyone has the right to stop any kind of situation going on at any time in a procedure or any any situation so it, it is just yeah it is the ugliness of our society Vic that that is being uncovered in front of our eyes right now but it, you know not to not being naive to it there is a whole culture of, of this going on in our society well you know if in fact after this hearing they do not extend the protective order yeah because that's what this is about you know how long does trevor bauer have to stay away from her i think it's safe to say that trevor bauer never wants to talk to her again yeah i agree all right so that being said when the judge hears all of this the judge may say all right we are not extending the protective order that means this part of it is closed now what happens now it's pasadena police continuing their investigation Major League Baseball continuing their investigation. I thought from the beginning, you know, when you first heard about this, this guy's going to be arrested and charged. Yeah. But he hasn't been yet. So if this protective order goes away and he's not arrested, she has pretty much sabotaged herself. You could make the argument she had been doing that and you want her to get healthy and be okay. And for Trevor Bauer, now people know what he is about or what he enjoys or what he did. I don't know if they can ever, well, some people could probably look at him right in the eyes the same way, but I think the vast majority of people would not be able to, Rodney. No, the vast majority won't. 
And here's the thing for him, because it doesn't feel like there's going to be. I mean, I don't know how the outcome's going to come from a criminal standpoint. Like you said, he hasn't been arrested. And they're still doing an investigation. And what we heard now doesn't feel like he's going to be arrested because it was two adults consenting to do something that maybe got out of hand. And then then the history pattern that she has that that's coming out now, I don't know if he's going to be arrested. But I cannot see a Major League Baseball club putting him on the roster and having him going out to pitch a game. I just, I, I can't see that happening, you know. Um, but for his sake, you know, if there were criminal charges or he was arrested, there is causes, you know, clauses in everybody's contract that's got conduct detrimental to the team. They can snap ties with you right away. I don't necessarily know how the players union in baseball works, but I know in NFL, something like that, they can stop paying you. But it doesn't seem like he's going to be shortchanged that $80 million he's got coming to him at yeah. any time. Yeah. In the court of public opinion, has the verdict already been uh, been yeah. cast? Yeah. And that's what's like and, the airlines. Uh, yeah. Kevin's been great. All right, we'll be back to wrap it up in a minute. In California, strong for all the roads ahead. Bringing you LA's best sports talk weekdays, noon to three. Rogan and Rodney. All right, we made the announcement today. We're sticking to it. (laughs) Friday, we'll see you in Santa Monica. We're going to be there. Third Street Promenade. Noon to three. We're doing the show from there. Everybody that listens to us on a daily basis, we would love to have you out there. We're giving away Dodger tickets. There will be Dodger legends. Uh, the championship trophy will be there. You can take pictures with it. And we will have other things to give away as well. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a celebration. Yes. We want you to be a part of it. Fred and your knee is going to be there. You take a picture of my knee if you want. I'll wear shorts. That'll be a treat for everybody. <laughs> Ronnie and Kevin, thank you. Great job. All right, guys. Ronnie, we'll get him tomorrow. Yes. What's the worst they can do to a player? Got me lost in hell to live and die in LA on bail. My people say. To live and die in LA.